Welcome to the Funny Millionaires Podcast, where you laugh all the way to the bank. Here's your host, Lee Lin. I'm so excited to have the amazing woman I'm going to interview now. She's a hilarious comic. She, if you ever wonder if like the world is unfair, um, it is uh, because <laughs> you are so beautiful and so like oh, cheerful you. and like funny. It's just like the total pack. Are you single? Appreciate it. Yeah, I am single. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, then maybe the world. Okay. Hey, hit, her, hit her up on the DMs, guys. So oh, I'm yeah. so excited to introduce with me McKenna. She's an amazing comic. I've seen her perform on stage. Thank yeah. you so much for having me. For sure. And then like you talk about a topic that I think is amazing, which is mental health. And it's yeah. very hard to straddle a line between like sad and funny, but you managed to do it. And Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. For Sometimes sure. I uh, don't hit that mark. and, and <laughs> They're just stupid. Um, they just have no sense of humor. No, no. It's, it's hard. It's, it's definitely a fine line. Um, yeah. Awesome. I appreciate that you appreciate it. Yeah, because you do really well. Um, and uh, Umami Burger, for all those of you who are listening who are in the you know, Orange County era, you should totally see that. So very honored to welcome you. So can you tell us, like, why are the mentally ill so hilarious? <laughs> There, um, I think it's, I think that the mentally ill are funny to us because when we see anyone that's doing something that's not within the societal norms, it's funny and it causes discomfort, which is like painful and we laugh at pain. Um, so I think that's why we like laugh at them, you know, (laughs) but it's anything like anything that's not normal. Um, we just like instantly it's like okay that's funny you know because we don't know how to categorize that in our brain like if it makes you uncomfortable like you might laugh at it right um, so like uh I totally agree I think that's awesome yeah and like which mental Ill- illness do you think is the most funny <laughs> I'm like well name wise for sure Asperger's right like that yeah Asperger's <laughs> yeah that's the funniest named um mental illness but um I'm like oh my god is that I it's I I Sometimes I could say mental illness or disorder or what's what's the what's the most offensive word and we'll use that one. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I'm like which which would be the most yeah, offensive? Which is um I think gimp is outdated for sure. Didn't what's age GIMP? well. Gimp is a really offensive term for um a handicapped person. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a like a computer file. A gimp oh yeah. <laughs> a gif a gif or a GMP, we could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so nerdy. I'm like, I can't I even like. I don't know. Yeah, PS. Yeah, um, yeah, that's probably the funniest by name. Funniest, like, no, I'm like, I can't even think of it. Um, yeah, no, the, like mental illness, it's it's funny when you like look back, like when you look back on stressful situations, it's funny. And I I think that like you can heal if you can look back at things that were stressful and laugh, but for sure, like we think it's funny because it it puts us out of our comfort zone and like anything that doesn't fit into like the, you know, the norms of society is like, oh, this kind of makes me feel some type of way. Um, How how old, by the way, were you when you moved um, here from Shanghai? I moved at 10 I years old. I watched your TED Talk. <laughs> oh, wow. 
No, no, it destroys the illusion of the funny. I'm supposed to be the stupid (laughs) one. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But thank you, Uh, thank you for it. I'm like, Ted has to have you back and you have to um, do like a really funny (laughs) mental disorders. (laughs) Yeah, Ted, we want Lee back. (laughs) You know what's funny, McKenna? I feel like they're never going to invite me back because of this podcast. (laughs) You know what I mean? But thank you so much for thinking. Yeah. No, you know what's funny? I watched that and it's like, so there's, there is an actual audience. Like there's a crowd of people watching you. Unbelievable, right? Like, no, but like (laughs) in the room, the room is huge. And so there's like this section of the audience and then this section of the audience and then like a third one. And like the beginning clip just shows like one of the empty ones. (laughs) So it like opens and it looks like you're talking to nobody. And then you see the crowd after. Dude, there is nobody. There's nobody. They just photoshopped (laughs) it in. The editors played her. I know. Uh, Why are you bringing this up, man? It's like we're supposed to talk about you. Like don't don't talk about (laughs) me. Um, So how did you get started? Huh? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking because it's like when you when you come from another country, people also think that's funny because they're out of their comfort yeah, zone. They don't exactly, you, act, you know. So yeah. I was gonna ask if you could do like funny things. Yeah, people um, thought I was retarded. Like they, it was a time when retard was okay to use, so we just joke around. Yeah. And I remember like people would say like never mind a lot, and then they would call me like names, oh. and I knew it was bad, but I didn't know. Like I didn't know if it was bad but i yeah, felt like it was bad and i was like should i bring it up because i don't even know just so much oh, stuff yeah. so i totally relate did, did like, you know any english before you moved here i knew like i think 20 percent of what my teachers said because like they teach okay. you english in like first grade and stuff but it's yeah. still like minimal you know yeah. but yeah i can relate to being mentally um but it's true you're right you're right yeah. though yeah because when you're in like that situation you don't know well, that's anything like in itself a mental handicap not speaking the language exactly. everyone else speaks like because exactly. you do speak a different language and they obviously can't see that unless you're interacting with like other Chinese students exactly um, so yeah I'm glad you brought that up because it's kind of similar because I feel like I can relate to people with like disorders because I feel like that was kind of a disability in a sense yeah, yeah. just like a way of always being treated differently for sure because I'm trying to get um Joel, the guy in the wheelchair, to come on this podcast. But it's yeah. like, I have to pick an accessible spot, and then I have to do all these things. And he's hilarious, you know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah. I hope I can get him on there. But you're right. Like, there's – everybody has some sort of disability that we don't really notice until somebody points it out. Or, like, mm-hmm. we don't even know we have it. Yeah. And it's hilarious when we, yeah, when we actually yeah. do know it. So um, you talk about it on stage. So can you tell us, like, how did you get started in stand-up comedy? Um, so I started stand up. I wanted to do comedy writing. I was like really set on like gun ho on like, you know, figuring out going to school and getting a relevant degree and like figuring out how to write for television and just, you know, do that whole thing. And then I think like life just kind of has a way of like, you know, beating you up a little bit. But it was interesting, like my little journey kind of led me to like hanging out at this coffee shop all the time that did comedy. And I ended up going up one night and I think I was, it was, like, really bad. It was, like, I was the last one at, like, a coffee shop open mic. It was just me and, like, three homeless guys and my friend. Homeless guys. We, we like, yeah, my very first time I smoked a joint, and that's, you should never, like, I never will go on stage high, because it's just, it doesn't work out. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I feel Um, like substances are so, I mean, for some people it works, but for me, I know, like, if I do that, I'm going to end up homeless in Santa Ana, so I just Yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, for some people, it's, like, their thing, and that's cool. Right. Yeah, I some people function. do well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I just get social and anxiety, and then I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's not, yeah, yeah. so that's what happened, and then, um, 
like I don't know it was just I kept trying it and kept liking it and then I realized like how fun it was writing like I could just write my own stuff and as opposed to you know going through school and debt and everything I'm like still going through debt because of life and you know but life was just life was tough when and I was like this doesn't doesn't, like not not everybody has to have the same path right right exactly Exactly. and I found stand-up and I was like I like this like it's either kind of like for you or not and Mm -hmm. because it's such a like tough thing to do sometimes when you don't want to or like when you're if you have a bad set like it's hard to like keep going up you know Mm-hmm. Like, so like do you do you remember what you talked about in your first set or like yeah you know, what that feeling kinda, was like? yeah. I blacked out um I talked I brought up the fact that I have like three uncle mics and like that's more than average and I just I remember it not being very funny or thought out and like I didn't really like, write my friend had like convinced me to sign up for this mic mm-hmm. and so it was just really bad and then when I did a like a, a written set for the first time it was a lot better and I was like okay yeah this mm-hmm. is you know, I mean, I was so clueless about what stand-up was, um, and I did improv, and it's, like, so completely different. Yeah, improv is, like, opposite of stand-up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they help, like, it helps to, you know, have, like, improv experience when, you know, you have someone scream something out of the audience, and to, like, branch off of that, but, um, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they're similar, so I was kind of clueless about stand-up when I first started, but Mm -hmm. I kind of blacked out after, like, that first, like, the first like shock of me standing there kind of high and like mm-hmm. realizing no one's laughing and it's just these like couple faces and like it was mm-hmm. so awkward I was like oh my god but that's what bombing is and I think like learning how to bomb is a good skill yeah for sure and so like, how, yeah because it's like you exactly exactly and I feel mm-hmm. like stand-up comedians are kind of like people who don't care yeah they're just does professional that, yeah does that make sense yeah we just don't care about anything because we failed yeah. so much and like we're so immune to it but it makes us like it, yeah kind of like people yeah, yeah yeah a shell or like an immunity to stress right right exactly so like um Do you get stressed every time you go up you know what's funny i thought about this because it's like i curse out people when they don't laugh <laughs> so it's like a, you know what i mean it's like a fun release for me because i feel like I don't take it personally anymore. I just look at it as like a science experiment. It's like, cause yesterday I went to harp and I did a race card stick. Like, yeah, I knew it was going to be either horrible or hilarious, but yeah, like yeah. it was all right. But I, I came to the point where it was just like, every audience is going to be different. So I don't care if they don't like yeah. it, but I want to figure out why. So I can yeah, adjust. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's like it I separate it. Yeah, very fair. separate. Yeah, from my yeah. ego, right? Because I don't care if it doesn't do well, but I want to know why, and I want to yeah. know I like think that's healthy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like, how long have you been doing stand up? Like how? How, how long? Um, you know, re- very inconsistently for like probably three or four years was the first time I tried it you guys should see her on stage because she's freaking amazing you're such a natural on stage and you're actually a nice person off stage which was very rare because most (laughs) yeah people people you're actually a nice person which is amazing I've met some really cool people though stand-up is cool because it's like a community coming together and you know you see the same guys out every night doing their five minutes and Mm -hmm getting better is like seeing people get better is really rewarding I really yeah. like that. like seeing your friends yeah. like start booking stuff and like getting just funnier and like their stage presence gets better you're like yeah like it's a very communal thing yeah yeah for um sure. yeah like what were I 
I can't, I like lose my train of thought. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're just like oh, we're just train of thought. Like it's we yeah, have yeah, yeah. audience. We have like a some written thing, but whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Like every <laughs> interview is kind of like I have a thing, but I know it's gonna derail. But it's good to have something just in case I blank out. You know. So um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, if you could compare stand-up comedy to a mental illness, what would you compare it to? Um, I would say um, bipolar. For bipolar. Sure. Why? Yeah. Because there's like the manic, <laughs> and the depressed. Yeah, you're so <laughs> the depressive. Right. Like it's definitely like a state of mania, and then a lot of the times a state of just like very deep depression. So, yeah, I think a bipolar person could. No, actually, because I think I don't know. There's like there's different types of bipolar where, mm. um, or I think it's like uh, borderline personality. They go through waves in the same day of like. Um, of like mania and depressed uh behavior but then bipolar disorder like um as far as i know you go through like weeks of mania and then weeks of depression where it's like crippling um so maybe borderline personality disorder is a better illness to to stand up because it's like in one day you could be like on a high and then you're like that fucking blows like i just bombed for 10 minutes and you should do a routine on that i think that would be fun <laughs> on a mental yeah 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 so was I gonna say something? i'm like what what illness would you compare it to stand-up comedy uh, you said you hit the nail on the head because okay oh yeah this was what i was gonna say because everybody i don't know if it's oc or whatever everybody jokes about killing themselves and it's oh, like, yeah. I think <laughs> it's like, there's something in the water that makes us not want to live anymore, which I don't <laughs> think people should be upset about, like, okay, the government's poisoning us. Yeah, there's too many people. All the governments, I don't know. Because <laughs> maybe, like, maybe I'm on the wrong side of history here, but, like, it comes <laughs> soon. But you know. notice that too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think I was taken aback by it a little bit, but yeah, I guess yeah, we yeah. just joke about everything. And it is funny, but it's like, I am oh, like working a, on a routine on like just yeah like are, everyone. Wants why to, are you guys talking about killing yourself? <laughs> but it it, I think some people are serious though. About yeah, it. no, there's a little bit of truth in every joke, and people might have just like uh, had the thought before. Like I don't know. How I think everyone has, but I think everyone has a thought though, because you're yeah. a human. Like even the if most healthy person probably thought about it, right? Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Like if if I have like a thought of where I'm like picturing how I would kill myself mm-hmm. I'm like I should probably work on my health like if I'm yeah. having those thoughts like I feel like it's my right. brain's natural response to like you're not doing anything with your life get up eat a snack mm-hmm. and like go yeah exercise. it means you need to do something different right because I feel yeah, like if you're feeling yeah, suicidal yeah. you should start a business because you're already mm-hmm. suicidal so you're just gonna try everything <laughs> or do stand-up com- <laughs> yeah exactly do your stand-up life. comedy do, do do something do doing cross your life is already care. worth exactly like, you literally have nothing on the line <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, we have nothing to lose. That's yeah. when it's that's when it's time to start, baby. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's kind of true. I think, but I think it's kind of true. I think a lot of stand-up comedians like started because they're going through something horrible, or like they're yeah. naturally that's funny. That's why they're such high suicide rates with stand-up comics. So I feel is like- that higher than dentistry? Higher than dentistry? I have, I have actually no idea about those. But I feel like because they say dentists or because the, they don't talk to patients and they look into people's yeah. mouths already. But I feel like stand-up comedians are also people's mouths. 
all day. The funny, because I just interviewed a dentist right before you, so I'm like, it's fresh in my life. (laughs) But it's like, I think we're more resilient. We're kind of like salespeople also in a way, because like salespeople Mm -hmm. get rejected all the time. So you build up that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like when you bomb, like you just curse people out. You don't really, well, okay. I think you're not supposed to, but I do it because I think I'm funny (laughs) and I don't care. I just want to get a reaction. But I think sometimes the audience responds to me better. Because it shows like I'm like, res- does I'm like you know, like yeah. responding to yeah, them instead of ignoring them. Exactly. Like the sass is fine towards the audience if it yeah. doesn't interfere with like how they, like I don't know. Like have you ever seen like not disrespectful? Did, yeah, that makes it. Yeah, like you guys don't know what's funny and it's just like really quiet and everyone's like, oh god. <laughs> I've had those moments too, but it's okay. different. Like there's a way to go about it. There's like an etiquette to like because sometimes like yeah, of course people are shitty, so you're gonna have shitty audiences. Right. Like, people. do you ever curse them out, or like, how do you respond when they like don't get your joke? Five. Um, if people don't get my jokes, I usually just try to power through it. I don't think I've mm-hmm. cursed it, an audience yet. I've definitely like like told some asshole to like stop. I don't know, but I've like. But you're yeah. like a you're a like a nice person. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do, I, I think try, it, try, to, try to maintain that front thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, but I think it's just genuinely easier for some people because it's in their nature to be a nice person, hmm. right? For me, no. So I have no. You don't. Know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious right now because it's like I just don't care because I feel like I know my stuff is funny. If you guys don't think it's funny, screw you guys, and I have no problem mm-hmm. doing that on stage. I might have to tone it down for corporate. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, but anyways, yeah, but you're such a sweet person, so I feel like you, you joking about mental illness is actually better because you're actually like a genuinely nice person. Um, so yeah, yeah it's something yeah, very like passionate about for sure. Because you talk about it about your brother's autism. So like, how do you, um, how do you manage your brother's autism with your standup um, and just daily life? Yeah, it's it's very non-manageable. <laughs> he's just yeah. he's he's very um he's nonverbal and he's nineteen and um. What does nonverbal lives... mean? Does that mean? He Wait, what? Know? What does oh, he, he doesn't mean? speak? Yeah, oh, so he can make okay. noises and he can understand a lot of what people say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's um a lot of it is like um uh just I don't know a lot of his behaviors are self-injurious and and he's mm-hmm. very like tough case. Um, so that's, that's always kind of been like a hardship on the family, but then also he's just like this sweet boy and, you know, he's a 19 year old kid and like, likes to do things that other 19 year olds also like to do. He loves to eat. Um, yeah, but he, he lives down the street now, um, which is cool. And I try to get over, I'm actually going over there tonight after, um, after our, our interview. Um, our interview is going to be five hours. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah. yeah we facetime i actually yeah. just um i just got hired today um for a new company called it's um well whatever i'm not gonna say the name of the company yeah protect your reputation because yeah. this podcast is gonna be terrible for your <laughs> reputation please stop <laughs> no it's um um it's a company that that works with special needs kids and so i'll be like a registered that's behavior perfect. technician and oh doing my gosh, so stuff. perfect thank you so much can you can you tell us like what it's like working in the field like i'm so curious like yeah well i haven't started i'm starting my training um oh, okay. Like, okay you have to get registered like there's background checks and everything mm-hmm. obviously because you're going into um, work with kids 
and they do like a behavior analysis and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like field work and then you go and shadow um, a person who's like working either like in homes or in schools to help like support families. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a huge need for people right now. Like if anyone's listening and they, you know, they need a new job and they mm-hmm. want to, you know, look into mm-hmm. being a registered behavior technician because it's entry level, you have to have a high school diploma and like it helps if you want to go into some kind of social work. But mm-hmm. there's a huge demand for people to, um, you know, go and support these families because it's, it's really tough. Like a lot of these kids do have these really severe behaviors and will beat their heads into a wall. And, you know, there's people with like four or five kids and then one of them happens to be this, like this way or two of them. Like I've seen some crazy stories of people who have like, I don't know, like twins, like twin boys with autism and then they grow up and they're going through puberty and then they're huge now. And it's just like, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, they, they work with all like a range from like little kids to adults. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. Cool like, you, like you do you your know. work in the daytime and then you make fun of them at night. I think. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I do. Plan, no. <laughs> that's, what, that's what everyone does though. They're like, yeah, I think that's perfect, probably yeah. stem from their day job. Um, yeah, for sure. I'm still going to have my, my serving job. Um, because it doesn't pay too well, so. But I think serving is so good in terms of just, like, uh, like getting to know people's personalities, and you actually yeah, become totally. a better person. Like, I feel like when, yeah, because I feel like when I was, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, because I feel like when I was a waitress, I was a better person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, it, it humbles you. Do you know, like, um. I know I'm, like, a whatever, I don't care about you i'm a narcissist like i'm yeah. awesome type of person so went down since you um since you stopped serving or whatever. right because yeah exactly so i feel like this they make enough money as it is <laughs> so i i feel like serving makes you more aware of people and i notice a lot of bartenders yeah. are better comedians because they're so huh. aware of the audience yeah, that's true. You are like yeah. reading body language the whole time. Yeah, like all the time. So you're you're a better stand up, and I feel like just being in a service position, you're just a better human being. Like it's just a good... for me serving. Like I go out to a restaurant and like I see a water glass empty, and I'm like, are, like are this this people might be thirsty, you know? Like fill that up. Yeah, and like come like come and drop a napkin. I'm like I'll get him a new napkin. I'm like yeah. I just like start to have like priorities that yeah, like, yeah I'm yeah. not at work. Like I'm supposed to be enjoying this meal. Right, but you can't because it's a job. Yeah, so it's been like eighteen minutes since we ordered. Yeah, yeah, like what the heck? (laughs) Kind of ruins the experience in a way. Um, Yeah, but but then it makes you appreciate really good service. Like someone's like wiping your table down, or they're just like nice, and you're like, Mm -hmm. thanks. You and you're so nice on this interview. It's it's hard to be a, like a <laughs> asshole to ask you the questions. All right, so um, can you tell us like what is schizophrenia? Yeah, um, schizophrenia is something I've talked about on stage because I have um, schizophrenia in my family. I don't have schizophrenia. Hopefully, oh my god. Um, but I it does run in my genes. You know, I can't donate my eggs. Um, not that I've looked into it, but ten thousand dollars for like three days bed rest doesn't sound like a bad deal and um i can't do that because um, just marry a rich man that's why yeah okay yeah. that's like my whole set basically that's my whole set <laughs> please consider man. consider yeah. it not that i would donate my eggs but like because eggs are valuable I'm, sperm is like whatever you just throw it in the trash yeah that's the like, point like yeah we throw it away all are, the time. yeah like you all i'm saying is ladies just 
marry somebody who can provide <laughs> you with a lifestyle so that you can pursue yeah. comedy stress-free i mean that's my that's my plan anyways yeah but anyways I totally your question about schizophrenia though it's um yeah. it's it's a it's a mental yeah but what is it like can you disorder. define it like because i feel like there's people in my I'm life who have schizophrenia but i can't really yeah. say it it's there's such a wide range so um i think it's like the very early stages people start to kind of like lose touch with reality and you can tell when you're talking to them like they'll kind of like be spacey do i have uh, it <laughs> no i don't think, I think so I, have it. I mean so basically you lose it's like a um, i don't i don't know how to like define it properly i'm going to butcher it but it's just like a judgment thing and like your behaviors are not linked to like i don't know you like lose touch of reality and people start hearing you know they'll either like mm -hmm. see other people or hear voices in their head um but it doesn't have to be that extreme like some people just have like the kind of fogginess um and like a an attention span loss some people stop taking care of their like personal hygiene that type of i definitely um, have it oh my god how can i get cured what's a what's a cure for schizophrenia i don't think they have i think it's what? like psychotherapy oh. and medication like kind of mm. helps but nothing like cures these people but it gets really bad like a lot of um a lot of different things cause it they think it's like partially they don't know what causes it but they think it's partially genetic partially environment and like different things like a lot of people um might have a genetic predisposition to it and then go through really traumatic events and it, it like triggers that for some people it's drugs um a lot of homeless people have schizophrenia because of you know high rates of, of drug use and um and just a general like it, that's what poverty does to people it makes them crazy um and like living under those really stressful conditions can you know lead people to either drugs or mental illness or both um but yeah the, it's it's hard because um you know these people look completely fine and they can even you know still be enjoyable to be around and then have like episodes um and you know not end up being able to hold jobs and it's it's a huge mental handicap but you don't look any different than other people at first unless you're like walking around talking about you know talking to your friend that's not next to you um yeah schizophrenia has a huge range um but it's it is something i've talked about on stage and um it's kind of sparked some really interesting conversations with people like sometimes i'll meet someone who has like a schizophrenic sister or like um I don't know. I met a guy who was like on medication himself and he like, um, it was, it was interesting to see like a really high functioning person, like tell me that they, they go like have schizophrenia and like, we're not too offended by my set. <laughs> so, yeah. Can you tell us, can you share with us some of your like favorite mental illness jokes? Um, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to burn too many of them, but for sure. Yeah. So my, my, whatever my you're comfortable bit. with, if you don't want to, it's, it's totally fine. Yeah, I'm like, let me do my whole hour right now. <laughs> Um, just no, do one. My, just do one, one of my favorites. Yeah. I just talk about how I'm really afraid of developing something like multiple personality disorder because it starts to hit you like at the age that I'm at now. And uh, so am I. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> like, I think I like you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Please see yeah. her on stage on Mumai Burger. She was amazing. You just killed it on Thank stage. You. I love it. And I caught I a little. Last night at the harp, we both missed each other's. Set, yeah. So, so it's like, like uh, I caught a little bit at the end, but mm -hmm. I didn't even know because I didn't have contact. Yeah. But I've seen you so many times, like just out and about now after like. Yeah. Yeah. We're just hanging out all the time. Yeah. What's up? For sure. Yeah. It's a. It's a such a great, great community. That's. That yeah. was that was unexpected. Man. Who knew? Yeah. 
they were so nice. And it's weird because yeah. every other, okay, I don't want to say people are mean, but they're more distant. Okay. Does that make sense? Huh. Yeah, I don't think yeah. people are mean. They're just like kind of put you at an arm's length kind of. But stand up yeah. comedy, everyone's like closer in a way. Yeah, know. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so, true. Yeah, so I really enjoy that. So uh, let's talk depression. Like, what do you think depression <laughs> actually is? Depression, I mean, it's your brain like telling, like, I don't know. I it's a it's a well, it's technically a chemical imbalance, but I feel like for a lot of people, it's um, you know, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance if you don't take care of yourself, and like. I don't know. I just, I have a lot of friends that like stay up really late and um, don't exercise and don't eat properly or like it's, you know, 3 PM and they haven't had a meal and they're like, why am I depressed? It's like, well, mm. you're hungry. <laughs> like yes. You haven't drink water in three days. Like, you like, you know, smoke cigarettes and drink Mountain Dew and like, and then like go to bed at four in the morning and like you're not supposed to feel good about yourself right now at all, you know? Do you feel like it's more like a dietary and lifestyle change? Like once you fix that, you feel like it's more, yeah, right, but big part, right. With such severe cases, but it's definitely like like, huge, you know? It's it's because millennials don't know how to cook. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's why we're depressed. Yeah, all the cookbooks are online. I'm like, you don't want to be touching the computer and touching your food. <laughs> right, right. So my no, yeah, star for three days. But also social media, like that, that like you literally release dopamine when you see notification bubbles on your phone or on Instagram. Yeah, it rewires like how your reward system works in That's your brain. Crazy. And so like a lot of us are depleting our sources of dopamine, and then you know you're looking at a screen and like. It's, it's so unhealthy and it, like, it's not a secret. Like everyone knows that everything we're doing is really bad for us. Like people are, you know, vaping. It's like, no one thinks that's good for you, but it's I'm just, so like, glad you, you bring this up because I feel like I'm such a freaking prude compared to, every, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. like smoke. Okay. I'm no shade, but this is okay. Because I don't smoke and drink and do drugs, I do feel like I miss out on opportunities as a comic, but I'm not willing to change who I am and my values to do so. So I'm glad that yeah. you actually understand like yeah. what's going on because and you I, might feel that way now, but it'll be better for you in the long run. For I sure, was just, for sure, um, for sure. A comic who's more successful than me was just mm-hmm. telling me mm-hmm. that um, just how important it is to be. Um, to not be like getting high and going on stage and getting drunk and going on stage and how people go up there and they're like, I'm so high. And there's like, you know, the bookers there watching you and you're just, and yeah, yeah, we we were having like that conversation and it's, it's um, a job is basically like what he was saying, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm probably, like, would you rather hire someone who's going to like be the life of the party and get super fucked up and, you know, and have like four beers at their comedy show or someone who's like always on top of their shit. Ah, yes. You know, you're so right. Them, like, thank you. So yeah. like, don't feel bad if you're not like getting drunk at the harp in, you know, just like go up and kill and hang out with, with people right, that are right, you know, right. like, I'll have a couple beers now and then, mm-hmm. but like to get, I don't know, to get, super I'm so I have coffee at harp. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to stay awake. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad you said that. So, um, okay, I have this problem, okay? I want to hear your advice. Mm-hmm. 
how do you prevent your vagina from interfering with your, your with your brain funny? Right? I know. I, I, I know, know, right? I just, I don't know. just, like, watch other comics videos on YouTube and the comments are like, women are not funny. <laughs> and, like, right, exactly. That. And it's like, it's like, all right, well. Well, we, we can only be as funny as the male comedians that we steal jokes from, right? So they should yeah. be funnier so our stolen yep. jokes can be better. <laughs> I steal all my material. Right? Me too. <laughs> um, there was a... Um, there was a video I posted on YouTube. I actually have it on private. Now. Yeah, what's your oh, what's okay, your channel? Can we uh, watch your channel? Oh, I have a my YouTube is trash. I don't think I've posted in a long time, but um. Well, what do you yeah, think so, this podcast is? This podcast is trash too. So <laughs> we're just in the same week. We're just we're just creating trash out here, man. Like, I know, whatever. right? Screw <laughs> flinging garbage yeah. in the ocean. We're creating digital we're trash. It's gonna last forever. Yeah, dude. You know what's weird? Like, if if we have great grandchildren, they're gonna be able to listen and be like, "Oh my gosh, my great grandmother was such a garbage person. Like, it's forever, right?" Our grandmas lived through the Great Depression. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "What is this interview you're on? This is crazy." What were we talking about? Oh yes, Uh, female. Is it possible for females to be funny? Yeah. Um. But so I, I I posted. I posted a video and I thought like because it got like three thousand views overnight and it Holy was a stand-up shit. clip. Please, can and you I'm please? Like, oh my yeah, God. can you share? Yeah, I can. I'll maybe I'll send you a link. And yeah, put send it. it yeah, and then I'll put but it. Because I don't want to. It's really. It's not funny. Like it's. A, I want to watch it now. Never upload. I don't even care. Um, we're on an interview. What is it? It's so old too. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> what does it say? Can I see it? No, no, it's not public. Damn it's, it. You can't even search it. Why? Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Why, so, but why did you make it private? Yeah. Why? Because I looked at where my redirects were coming from, and it, like, mind you, this video was not very funny. Um, like, the set was, like, whatever. And it was all, like, a website with camel toe girls in the title. And I th- think I had written in the description of the video, like, um, like doing comedy at the haha with a camel toe. And, like, because YouTube is a search oh, engine. Oh, yeah. You know, I, like, that was, that was my bad. But um, but I was, like, oh, man, like, I got 3,000 views. And then I realized. And then, like, one of the comments, will, like, kind of mentioned it. Um, and I was, like, okay, I'm taking this down. But I really did have a bad camel toe. So, like, I should have never uploaded it. But then you I know, thought about I, it, like, maybe we could use this to our advantage. Hashtag all the video is camel toe just for views exactly i love the way the comedy you know i love the way you think should we hashtag camel toe on this one we should yeah dude we should should hashtag camel toe i like the format because i don't know if we're wearing pants (laughs) you know what because i got so tired the interview was like the interview was great the interview that i had before you was amazing when he was like two hours but i'm just so exhausted right now i'm gonna take a nap right after this but i'm energized by you but it's like I'm sitting down right now on my bed because I don't have a backing or a couch. So this is the yeah, best way yeah. for me to stay. But we're comfortable. I like it. I'm not wearing pants. Yeah. But who cares? Three right? times. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Yeah. I'm um, just from here down. <laughs> awesome. I love it. That's a hot, that's a hot look. The uh, crop top. This is like actually. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I'm like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're getting yeah. turned on right there. I think. It's I look right like Kanye there. West dressed me. Can I just like do a little like. like oh, this is, don't. It's trash. I, I like it. Things. It's in right now. Do you know how much he would sell it for? Like four thousand dollars for like your yeah, whole my outfit. For ten bucks. Uh-huh. These sweats were also my sister's. So dude, that's Kanye chic. That's the hottest right now, dude. Yeah. Oh man. 
Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, women can't be funny, right? Oh, yeah, women? No. I don't yeah, not possible. No. I've, oh, I've never not said this. <laughs> That's awesome. So I do have a question. Do you feel like when male, I noticed this, like male comedians who follow after a female comedian, they will mm. purposely be extra mean to, okay, comics are just mean people, but I notice they're kind of extra mean to us after a good set. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I feel, I feel. It depends. I mean, I, but I mean, I mean like too, so I don't. bad set, you're judged extra harsh. But it's almost like, um, there's almost this attitude of like, oh, I knew she wasn't going to be funny, you know? And if that, that mm. can feel shitty. Interesting. Should we talk more about this or is it not funny? Should we stop doing comedy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so depressing. All right, let's see. <laughs> Mental <laughs> illness. I have Mental illness. Hell yeah. We're going to do camel toe girls and we're just going to do videos all day and we're, <laughs> we're going to be rich. Videos. We're going to be so rich, girl. Yeah, I'm all trying right. to be a millionaire by 2020. Oh, shit. No. I think we might have a shot. Who knows, right? Let's just <laughs> throw everything out there. Spaghetti on the wall. So um, how? what's your writing process like? My writing process? Um, it varies. It varies from like me going to like a cafe or something, sitting down with the intent of writing. Mm-hmm. to me like texting while I'm driving into my notes app because I think hell yeah <laughs> texting and driving yeah like, like sure not Asian? stand up comedy in my notes while driving like if that's how I die I meant to die you know exactly you're I, I have adopted you as an honorary Asian woman <laughs> because that's <laughs> how you. we roll yo <laughs> yeah die with a bang like right school now. it's like that's badass right like you know mckenna died while she was writing comedy that's dedicated yeah like right there. it would be bad if, it, if like, the joke wasn't even funny though like they pull up the notes and they have like oh right it shows, like my last <laughs> it's like an anti-texting and driving commercial and it's just like a bad joke <laughs> fuck you're so hilarious oh my <laughs> god just i'm picturing it oh my god you're so hel- we, you have to do a bit on that have you done one on it? <laughs> I'm going to have to go through the back through this video. and, and Yeah, hell out. yeah. Hell yeah, we're going to do this. So, yeah, okay. So my next question, like, how can you be such a cheerful person and, like, do this terrible art form at the same time? Um, it's, It all just comes down to a gratitude attitude, you know? I'm like, that's sounded- Man, you're such a nice person. I'm this is why I want you on the podcast, because I'm such a terrible person and such a bitter and cynical Thank you. person. Yeah, nice I'll, balance, um, right? Yeah. Bring some good karma to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I need I it. I know your writing process of jokes. Also, I just found my chapstick. So my- okay, awesome. So I feel like, um, yeah, most comedians are terrible people, because I feel like it's a vulnerable art. Like, it's not like, okay, if you try to make everyone happy, people mm-hmm. are not going to laugh because it's not funny. But if you're like an asshole, at least it's real. It's like the the dark, you know, the devil side of you telling yeah. people stuff. And it's fun because it's the things that we all think but are scared to say. And that's what I think yeah. makes stand-up fun. I think improv is like yes and. So like mm-hmm. an improv person would make a good spouse because they're like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh yeah, anything. Very yeah, agreeable. Just, exactly. And stand-up is like the asshole. Will you suck my dick? She's like, yes, and how yeah. is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so uh, well, uh, to, like, Have you tried that in improv? Like, just <laughs> sucking a dick in improv? I have yet to. Um, that would be hilarious. I actually want to try. <laughs> I'm like, whip it out. No. 
Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. That's, um, I want to, Oh, I was going to say though, uh, like comedy in general is just like the, like laughing at what's true to you and what's relatable. Mm-hmm. So I think like that's the one thing that like that, or that's one of the many things that like improv and stand up mm-hmm. do have in common is like, mm-hmm. um, what did they focus on? And um, one of the improv places I, I took classes at, they were like, were big on truth in comedy. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, everything that is like, it's better to be true than to try to be funny because it's like the true shit is what we laugh at. And like, that's what like you're like you being an asshole. It's like relatable because people feel that way, you yeah, know, like exactly. that's how a lot of us feel a lot of the time. And so like, we find it funny because it's like, we find that truth within ourselves too and we're like connecting you know that makes so much because i just had an epiphany because of what you said you said truth before funny right Mm -hmm. and somebody kind of told me the opposite and i Mm -hmm. couldn't figure out why i felt weird about it because i was explaining like i don't it's not like i don't care about being funny but it's almost like i don't care what their reaction is because they need to know this Thing. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, because I think you, you said it in a really good setup. Way. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You don't have a punchline without, you know, like setting up the like you have to, you know, tell your your truth. Your truth. Then, yes. I'm so glad you And said then have that. your like funny you you trying to be funny, which is the punchline. You're so you know? right, but man. It's weird. Can I marry you? Can I marry you? <laughs> like I'm like maybe so, for tax reasons. Yeah, I think so too. Um <laughs> we got it because it's legal now, right? So yeah. if you marry for a green car, might as well marry for tax purposes, right? Exactly. Awesome. I was just having this conversation with someone. I don't remember yeah. who it was, but I was like, maybe I'll just ask one of my friends like that will, you know, like that I know doesn't want to get married anytime mm-hmm. soon. Just be like, yeah. hey, you know, we'll save a little yeah, bit. Yeah, tax purposes. Hell yeah. I should have done it. My gay friend proposed to me like in high school yeah, so that we I'll could save that's, on that's right. Like he gets a societal approval. But his whole yeah, family absolutely. It, we could have had a free tuition. I was so stupid at morals. I was wow. dumb. Don't yeah. have morals, people. It really gets in the way of being successful. What would okay. you have done with the money that you would have saved? Um, I would have not married my um ex for love. That was stupid. Um, yeah. Don't do, that. don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Only marry for money. I know, right? It's <laughs> dumb. Only men yeah. should marry for love. Women should marry for a lifestyle. Um, so, <laughs> Don't laugh, it's serious. I'm serious. <laughs> but okay, whatever. Um mm-hmm. I, I I don't own people's reactions, but I'm just saying <laughs> Okay, so like what's it like dating as a female like comedian? Huh? Dating as a female comedian? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned to never fuck the comics. That's an important lesson. Yes, right, yes. Um Yeah. That's the big one, I think. So I don't date them, to- basically. No, yeah, I don't okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like dating is shitty in general. I mean, maybe that's I, just. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I have like I I don't know. I just have been like only wanting to spend time with people I already know, or I don't know. Like, I just if if someone asks me out for like dinner, I'm like, I don't even want to spend an like a chunk of my night. Why? getting to know free food (laughs) i don't know like it's just like i have other friendships that i'm neglecting and like i could hang out with my sister you know or like i get it yeah yeah anything else like i don't know go do a mic or like i just i don't need new friends right now and that's what dating is it's like you have to learn someone's whole life and that's exhausting Mm mm-hmm 
I don't know. Um, but like dating's cool. Dating's cool, right? If you really want to get to know a person, it is like I don't know. I'm just being a hater. You're right. No, no, I think you're you're totally correct. Because I was like, the funny thing is, even the most garbage male comedians are taken or married because women love humor, right? But the female comedians like funny wife, funny life. So goes both ways. But do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know about you, but I feel like on dates, like, guys, when they find out find out that you're in comedy, they try to, like, compete with you if they're not secure in themselves. Yeah. Sense? Because yeah. they feel like it's something they could do better than you, and they're trying to, like, compete with you. I have, like, I've, I've had a guy literally be like, yeah, I've always wanted to try it. Like, I should, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I didn't hear, like, that you do, you know electrical and i'm like you know i could do that exactly <laughs> I exactly like, i was just watching a bit on everyone wants to try or like a lot of people do want to try you know right and i feel or like really don't ever want to try it which exactly exactly i feel like because they say like sometimes they say like, oh i wish i could be as brave as you and that's an instant turn off because it's like <laughs> it's nothing just go up on stage you know mm-hmm. like and i feel like i lose respect for them that way but when they try to be funny with me i'm kind of like why are you trying to one up me? Cause I, yeah, because I feel like it's a, maybe it's an energy thing. Because I've had guys like just tell me jokes like non-competitively just to make me laugh, and I'm okay with that, right? But when they're yeah. like, "Oh, I can do that too," and I'm like, oh, "I don't want to do that." You know, yeah, so that's, that's I do appreciate though a person that's kind of a comedy nerd and like that like gets excited yeah, so they can talk about yeah, like, yeah, like when someone listens to like the same podcast as me or like. Um, just different things. I'm like, oh, like I, I think it's fun, and it's just like a common interest. And like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So know, like, my life, wh- like I'm a huge comedy nerd. So what what podcast do you listen to? Um, I listen to Your Mom's House. I listen to Joe Rogan's Ooh. podcast. Um, Ooh. I just started listening to Nikki Glazer's podcast. I actually like that Ooh. one too. I need to write this. Well, like I'm very this. I don't need board. to write. I don't need to write it. Yeah. Writing this. I thing. listen. Um, I listen to a lot. A lot of different podcasts. Tiger Belly um like community service there's my friend lana has a podcast too oh drop her drop her podcast yeah 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 um yeah but i'm a i'm a nerd i'll just like play it in the background of my life and that's awesome yeah it's cool to see like people who are really successful talk about comedy because they like you know talk about how like their struggle and that's exciting for me to listen to for sure yeah i love hearing people struggle (laughs) yeah hell yeah struggle Like, everything is is shitty, you know? Life is just full of shit. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Absolutely, you're true. Mm Because it's, like, I feel like the reason why stand-up comedy is popular is because it's, like, we don't... It's, like, Instagram versus Snapchat. That's the way. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Oh, my God, my life is perfect. Look at my wedding. Look at my wedding. And it's not like, people are like throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So stand up comedy reveals that side, right? So I feel like yeah. it um when people rant about their frustrations, I feel like or just be as ridiculous as possible. Especially as you get older. I think we're so prim and proper, it's like, who are you like as a person, you know? So I, yeah. I feel it's uh it's good that way. Um mm-hmm. But okay, uh, how can I act crazy, like mentally ill, to get what I want from people? How can I do that? Hmm. What do you suggest? Let's see, like just different scenarios. 
like, yeah, how can I just act schizophrenic? Yeah, maybe that's, that's a, yeah. that's a how, I how do I actually do this? Um, my, my friend used to live in Berkeley and she Oh, went fuck. To, that's, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Like the land way ahead. <laughs> Everyone did too much acid. Um, no, so she went to, she went to UC Berkeley and she would like walk home late at night and she said sometimes there were like crazy people or like you know, like you see cr- just crazy people on the street all the time. Um, and she Who's your friend? We need to connect. I need to connect with your friend. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll we have a bunch in common. Yeah. Yeah. So she would act like schizophrenic and like talk to herself and like do weird shit to like oh, blend in with the crazy right. people. Okay. And just like walk to her. That's her smart. Dorm safety for her what did she study? She studied. I'm um, like, is it? Um, no, it's not entomology. She Maybe we're. Uh, she like works with. I'm like, what is it called? Maybe we have common friends. Yeah, you might. Yeah. All right. She's in Fresno now. That's she's dope. Oh, Fresno. Fresno is a little bit less crazy than Berkeley, though. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So, what advice do you have for people starting out in comedy? Um, just do it. Just, like, just literally do it as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my biggest struggle when I started was that I didn't have the time because I was, like, when I first tried it, I was in school still and like mm-hmm. working in, I think two restaurants. And then after I was not in school anymore, I was waitressing, but like at night. And so, you know, you might have two free nights in a week and you kind of like get other stuff going on. And, you know, if you're not doing stand up like a lot, it's hard to get better at it. Um, so yeah, I would just say do it and do it and be a nice person. And how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know how no yeah just like I don't know just go out there and like oh and write writing is huge like people I see people all the time say like you know you're on a mic and they're like oh yeah I've never done this before and um they're like I don't even have anything written and it's like man like you gotta I mean that was I was that person before um I don't know why I'm like losing but some people do it better though I feel like sometimes when you don't have it it's better because you pay more attention to your audience and you kind of yeah that's true if you're good at crowd work but if you just go up there and you like freeze and have nothing like that you wanted to talk about it could be like a really potentially awkward situation and turn you off from it completely um but yeah just like do it be nice learn about the business because it's a business you know you're you're going after a job that a lot of people want and it's um you know there's a way to there's a way to like do it but it's it's not like easy it's just it's a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of like failure for sure for sure it's like yeah. pretty and much all like, you really have to want to do it to like keep doing it and like that that kind of is natural process because like people try it and if they don't if they're not really like wanting to do it then they won't you know right exactly it weeds out the people and i noticed like the people who've been there uh, for a long time they have a really good work ethic you can tell from the way that they are they're very like you see those people getting better you know if you're doing it every couple months like once then you can't like you know it's like yeah skill that you have to develop you're not just like good right away i mean some people are and those people like Mm -hmm. hats off to them you know okay Um, yeah for sure so screw twan for being a fake <laughs> is that on your <laughs> inside joke? Yeah, this is our inside joke, yo. Um, anyways, no, we, we love Juan. We oh, love. You're Juan. such a nice person. He's not gonna listen to it. He he, uh, he was. I'm like, should we tell? Should we tell the story? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a good story. <laughs> I recorded. 
Yeah. <laughs> I recorded his set at Umami Burger at the open mic they have next to the Irvine Improv. And, um, and it was like too long to send him. He doesn't understand how much time I spent trying to, like I was sitting here with my phone, like trying to upload this Google Drive link and it kept like failing. And then I was like trying to delete stuff off my Google Drive to make oh, sure man, that, like, why? issue. He's and, not like, worth deleting it for. And then he just kept, <laughs> he kept, I sent him like 45 seconds of it. And then, and he was like, I'm going to wait for the whole thing. And I was like, okay. And then I finally, after like a week, sent him the thing. And I was like, I sent it to your email, like check your email. And then he posted like 10 seconds that I had already sent him the week before and was like, yeah, I got to work on my delivery. <laughs> I, like, I, okay. Um, you did I a good job telling that story. Like, yeah. Juan is so mad. <laughs> I hate him because I invited him as the first comedian to be on this podcast. Yeah. And he just didn't listen to anything. So that's why I feel okay saying this because I know he's going to not listen to this either. <laughs> But, but I talked to him, I was like, you know, this is unusable, right? He's like, yeah, I know. So <laughs> I wasted like 30. And he was 20 minutes late. Okay. Oh, Anyways. All right. Back to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What kind of crowds do you enjoy performing in front of? What kind of crowds? Big ones. That's my fave. <laughs> okay. Um, what was yeah. the biggest crowd you performed? The biggest crowd, probably something pretty still, pretty small. like. I think the comedy store in La Jolla was the biggest crowd. Wow. How big it was, was it? Um, I mean, the place wasn't full, but it was like, there was a decent um, amount of people there, which is cool. Cause mm-hmm. you know, if a couple people laugh, it's, it's better than being in a room where like people really think it's funny, but it's like, there's three of them. And so <laughs> I don't know. It's you like, do you ever do those like rooms and it's the end of the night and you're like last and it's just like you and the host left. And you're like, that's hilarious. I love because okay, I have so much fun with that. It was me, my friend, and my host, and and the host. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you guys want to hear what I was gonna talk? I love it because this happened with me three times actually. Yeah, I guess it is is nice depending on who it is. (laughs) Okay, so this. All right, so like Kayvon hosts the late night part, right? So the first time I went to Harp. I said I was a Trump supporter because I'm not a loser. And you know how he is with Trump. <laughs> he was like, call me like a racist bitch like the whole time. We're like, but he yeah. was testing out jokes. Like the first time, like we were kind of nice about it because we were te- he was like testing out jokes with me and another comic. Yeah. The next time it was just like, it was just like Muslims versus Chinese people just like shitting on each other. And like, I didn't get a chance to do that. Like, um, cause he was just like being super weird to me. Um, but now we kind of talk to each other more, so we're going to continue this cycle. So it should be mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So do you feel like you were naturally funny, or do you feel like have to develop your funniness? Um, that's a good question. I, I feel like I was really, 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 really shy as a kid. What the fuck? And then... Yeah, I was really shy. But then when I was like probably eight or nine, I snapped mm-hmm. out of it. And then I got kind of shy when I was like in middle school again. I've gotten like, I, I go through waves. Like, same. That's why we can relate. Yeah, because I was so yeah. shy as a kid too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. I was like, I was like very like a goofball in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, or very much so. Like, a, I don't know, just like a goofy kid. I loved making people laugh. But then I also like in public settings can be really shy. 
And it's kind of like me with serving. Like some nights I'm like really socially anxious and I don't want to. You're socially anxious? Sometimes. It just depends. Like there's nights when I get to work and I have like a table of four people and I do not want to approach them. Like I I just don't even want to talk to them. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to go like pour them water and like say hello. Yeah, I get get that. Yeah. And I'm just like, I like don't even want to talk to anyone right now. And then there's other nights where I get there and I'm like, oh, I'm like high-fiving the dishwashers and, you know, I'm like very sociable. So it's like... Dishwashers are awesome, by the I way. I mean, always, yeah. They're amazing. They're, the, the, they're literally like the backbone of every restaurant. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, no, but like it's, it just varies. So I don't know. And I, I don't know. It's rare. Just, I, I just can't get over it because you're actually a nice person and funny and beautiful. So it's just like, I'm just still like, like wowed. By the combo. Okay. So um, this is just a facade. I'm actually a really mean person. So um, where can we stalk you? Where can we book you? Where can you see your comedy? Can you drop yeah, us your Insta? Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. You can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is McKenical Pencil. Sometimes mm-hmm. people think my last name is Pencil. Um, but it's, it's... Why do you have that? Like, I'm confused. Why is... You know, like, a mechanical pencil? It's, like, the ones you, like... Oh, yeah. puns. Should I have yeah, a pun yeah, for yeah. my name? Because I feel like all the com- comics, they have, like, a comic I like Instagram name. Huh? Yeah, everyone has, like, like I don't know. Uh, I'm like, McKenna Gerald Comedy, that's, that's so basic. But I think yeah. it's better for SEO purposes, in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, I, it is. I know. Well, I'll change my name, because people literally don't know my name. Because um, like, I thought your name was Kenna for a while, and I was like, McKenna sounds like a college or a last name, right? <laughs> yeah, so. people do think it's a last name sometimes. I had a roommate who we lived together for a while, and she still thought my last name was Pencil. Um, what is your last name? It's Gerald. Yeah, it's J-A-R-R-E-L-L. It's like Fitzgerald, but they dropped the Fitz and changed the spelling to, like, not sound so Irish Back way back when, a couple generations ago. Um, yeah, but I'm on Instagram. I I'm doing a monthly show now. I'm just, you know, messing with things in my my house. Um, I'm doing a monthly show in LA at a bike shop called the zoo cycles. So the next one is December 15th. We've got an awesome lineup. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we'll be back again in January. And, uh, I usually post my shows on Instagram or Facebook. I need to be better about Facebook because I always forget. Yeah. Your your inbox is about to be flooded. Be, be prepared. Everyone's <laughs> can, coming um, in. You can book me um, on my agent's email, which is my own Instagram DM. <laughs> oh, sweet. I was like, damn, girl, you're <laughs> no, like killing it. That's and so if you're awesome. an agent, no. Hell yeah. Uh, represent her. She's <laughs> freaking beautiful. She's going to be amazing. So thank you so much. You. Yeah. I'm like, we're talking about yeah, mental illness, a bunch mm-hmm. of other stuff. Yeah, we covered a lot of a lot of topics. I know, right? And that I was yeah. like, "You're amazing! I love it!" So thank you so much again <laughs> for being on this podcast. Would love to have you again, yeah, thank you. and we will see you soon.